0: Warning.
1: The thoughts and opinions expressed by Richard Kaysen on the Richard and Radio Network are his and his alone and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts, views, and opinions of the management or the ownership of this station. Listener discretion is highly encouraged. You have been warned. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, a number of other platforms, coming soon to a radio near you, the show that can't be stopped. I am a man possessed by getting this thing back on the radio. We're all going to be deplatformed sooner or later, so if you're on Facebook or any of that socialist media. Say your goodbyes now, get what you want off of it, and get out. It's an evacuation from fascist book and Twitter. It occurred to me that uh, that Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, he's a bit of a twit, like that Monty Python sketch, the upper class twit of the year contest, and it was a series of competitions with these. Bucktooth British idiots to pass themselves off as the elite. Jack Dorsey's a bit of a twit. But I'm not. I'm the gold standard. I'm the living legend. I'm still doing this. Everyone else is getting nursing degrees and. Real estate licenses and whatever the hell else, and I'm still doing this because I am the world's greatest radio personality, Richard Case and Radio Network is the program. Well, we're loaded this week. As promised, some of the stuff I didn't get to last week I'm gonna cover this week and kind of elaborate on it. Add to it. Um We're gonna We're going to basically try to ruin Kamala Harris's image over the next couple of hours and start what may be a rumor, what could be true, but we're going to, because that's what they do. They, they being the left, they just take these crazy ideas and premises and throw them out there and the media presents them as facts and next thing you know, you've got 250 million people all bumping into each other because they're idiots going oh Trump's a racist Trump's a Nazi Trump's a Trump's a bigot Trump's a homophobe upper class twits of the year so uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna cover how just how did Kamala Harris really get to where she is? Huh. Think about it. How did she do it? Not necessarily known as a brainiac. Um We're going to beat this one right into the ground. It's a I'm going to try this out. The Joe Biden gaffe machine. You've heard of the sports machine hosted by that guy uh George Michael. Not not from Wham. He's a sports personality with the same name. Well, this is along those lines. It's the Joe Biden gaffe machine. And man, if uh, if they're hiring right now at the uh, Joe Biden gaffe machine factory, you need to apply because you're going to be in business and in a paycheck for a long, long time. Going to try to... Squeeze in that BLM Antifa riot gear thing. Also, reinforcing once more what the BLM agenda actually is. Oh, are you saying that Black Lives Don't Matter? Oh, shut up. You simplistic, childish baby. I mean, Black Lives Matter, the organization, is on paper traceable back to the source a marxist terrorist organization when when you just come into the into the kitchen table and lay it out all on the table and look at it oh okay yeah yeah clearly they're they're a terror group they just are they just are not my opinion it's not up for debate That's a fact. Nothing outrageous about saying that. I know whenever I get back on the radio and being 40 miles south of the birthplace, the womb of BLM, saying types of things like that, but you have to understand, that is the truth. Black Lives Matter is a terror organization. And I'm going to prove that throughout the next couple of hours if you're a member of the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. If you're not, this show will mysteriously cut off at about anywhere between 57 minutes and a minute one, or an hour one, depending on what I've included this week. So, uh, and we're also going to trace that, that, Beijing money back to the to the Bidens you got Joe there's I believe James there's now a Frank and Hunter who is Biden's remaining son the uh other son that he had he uh as I understood it uh, developed a brain tumor when he could no longer live with the stress of knowing that he was Joe Biden's son. And well that's an awful. That's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? Or is it? Should I be smiling about that? I mean, he it is true, he did, he did die of a brain tumor. This a lot of this is hearsay, a lot of it's conjecture. I'm sure he loved his son very much, and I'm sure that he regrets his son not being alive so that him and Hunter could pull double duty going around the world peddling influence for him. I bet he regrets that. Well, you, you just can't... You you can't go on the radio and just say outrageous things like that. Well, who do you think you are? Well, I guess I'm the same guy who's been doing this for 25 years. And someone has to fly in the face of the outrageous things that the left says, like Trump's a racist and Trump's a Nazi and burn the whole effing system down. And uh, as far as Trump supporters go, shoot them all. I mean, and that gets, a you know, uh, Kathy Griffin holding a bloody rubber Trump head that she, in this fantasy of this photograph, holding a bloody rubber Trump head. Oh yeah, she she lost a couple of gigs. Her career suffered briefly for like three weeks. But Hollywood defended that. No big deal there. No big deal. So no one can say that there isn't hypocrisy, there isn't bias. That it doesn't lean a certain way. Um, And that's the type of thing that makes a show like mine. It's a a little dangerous. Because it's going to pick up where a lot of these shows leave it. We're going to get into the muck and... And from time to time, people's uh, feelings are going to be hurt and uh, getting, ho- hopefully within the next three or four weeks, honestly, I'm hoping that I am able to kick in my sales gear and can just turn this mother out because <laughs> I need help. Not just uh, in the sales department, I mean professional Mental health, we all know that. But, ironically, today, tonight, whenever you're hearing this, as I drop this on January the 18th, Anno Domini in the year of our Lord 2021. This is the annual observance of the life of Martin Luther King Jr., a federal holiday signed into law by none other than President Ronald Reagan himself. And, as you've probably heard on many of the newscasts, on many of these fine Richard Case and Radio Network affiliates, that, at the time when Dr. King was uh, preaching his message of non- violent, and civil disobedience to actually achieve something. Because see, back then, this is what Black Lives Matter would have you believe, that there is still segregation, which ironically there is because they're the ones imposing it and wanting it. They want black this, black that conservatives we want american this and american that doesn't matter what color you are are you an american do you want to be an american that's what it's about are you here legally okay you're not here legally uh all right you've been here for a while are you willing to pay a semi-severe penalty for breaking the law If you want to stay here and have the live in hell taxed out of your check for a while to make up for that as we integrate you. Are you willing to do that? Because if so, sure. Skin color be damned. That's stupid. That's always been a, a stupid reason to have prejudices against people. Idiotic. I have found. I'm 42 now. I've been on my own since I was 18. So that's 25, I guess, pushing 26 years. And in those 26 adult years, let me tell you something. Everyone is a jerk. Everybody. I am. You are. They are. Everyone's a jerk. Everyone needs to work on it. The leftist variety have a hell of a lot more work to do. But, you know, Martin Luther King was around at a time when there was segregation, when blacks were denied everything, access to, you know, it, it, was, it was just a divided society and two different sets of standards. And that's, it doesn't matter at what prism you try to shoot it through, it's wrong. Now, look, on this show, we make a lot of jokes. You, you hear me talking my black voice from time to time, which may even have to be the roth. but, I, you know, I've also imitated many a black person with this voice. And I am not imputing black people across the board. It is a funny, recognizable sort of a voice. Just like if a black person was imitating a white person right now, it'd probably sound a hell of a lot like me. All right? Everything can be made fun of. We're all in this together. We're all jerks. But segregation, especially on on racial lines, which is really what we're talking about here, that's wrong. So I hope in the next couple of years, as the show takes off and I'm accused of being Hitler, Mussolini, Franco, Pol Pot, and Pierre Trudeau all wrapped up into one. That, at the same time, I hope they come back on this day, January 18th, 2021, where I said, racial segregation of any kind is wrong. There are so many other reasons that people are jerks. It has nothing to do with skin color. It has to do with upbringing. What you're exposed to. How you're raised. Dr. King knew that. That's why he was a Republican. That's why him and Malcolm X were on opposing views. Dr. King was more the pacifist the nonviolent. Malcolm X was, white man's the devil, let's kill him. And then eventually he mellowed out on that. And then they killed him. And then a few years later, well now, come to think of it, I don't, I don't know which one. Did Malcolm X get shot first or Martin Luther King? Well, I mean, they were contemporaries and they happen roughly around the same time and uh, so yeah it's no big deal to set aside one day for the man I you know no no problem I get it it's a it's a good thing it's good in all ways I'm fine with it no issues But this is also, in addition to being Martin Luther King Day, this is also, as I understand it, uh, Trump's last, second-to-last day in office. Is it his last day? When is the uh, presidential... Oh, geez. Let's see if this works. <laughs> this is probably going to get all kinds of flack here. When is the presidential inauguration? Okay, January 20th, all right? So there's one more day after this of the Trump presidency. And then it's over. The prosperity. Now, the media would have you believe a totally different thing that the presidency for four years was infiltrated by a Russian sleeper agent who was feeding intelligence back to Vladimir Putin for the gain of the Russian Federation. In reality, Donald Trump came from out of nowhere, the only man who could do it, with the money to do it, who wasn't beholden to political donors, and he came in with a vision to try to fix things, to simplify things, to cut a lot of the red tape that was needless and never accomplishes what it sets out to do so that the American economic engine could get revved back up again. All right? To try to seal up the border a little bit. So that we just don't have every Tomas and Ricardo and Geraldo waltzing through gaping 15-foot-wide holes in a rather flimsy fence. Oh, on the premise that's taught in many a college around the country that it's their land anyway. We stole it from them after the war. No, we didn't steal it from them. We won it. Because that's how wars work. When you defeat a country, you take their land. We did. End of story. It's our land. So we get to say who comes in and out. And it's a relatively simple process, so I don't see... What anyone has to hide and wanting to just clandestinely come and go into the country as they please. What do you got to hide? And on and on and on. And now it's over. Now we're going to be stuck with Biden, at least for the foreseeable future. He's going to back out in a couple of years, though, and and make this. This was all. I, You're going to be looking at President Harris. Before long. Biden's going to... Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. But... Look at how they treated Trump for four years and look at how they stole the election and then look at how they lied about stealing the election. I mean, come on. Come on. If you ask me, I think Martin Luther King would be sickened at how President Trump's been treated right up to now. This is Richard Kaysen for Anchor. You know, when I decided to relaunch my podcast for the thousandth time, I knew I wanted three things. A, I wanted to put it out on as many platforms as I could. B, I wanted it to be easy. And C, I wanted to make money. You think I'm going to stack one more pallet of toilet paper or put up with some loud party on the third floor of a hotel again, walking to work like some schmuck bundled under six layers of clothes? Are you kidding me? Then I got turned on to Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. Creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or your phone. Plus, Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And, of course, my favorite part with Anchor is You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Did you hear me? With Anchor, you're going to make money from your podcast with zero minimum listenership. You want your podcast heard all over the place? You want it to be easy? Tired of that stupid job featuring your stupid boss who keeps calling you on your day off, asking if you want to come into work? I was. Now I'm making money to supplement my comedy income. And it's all thanks to Anchor. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I'm assuming that's why they call it Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Richard Kaysen Radio Network, really just getting warmed up. I'm going to the news here momentarily, but you know the rapper Lil Wayne. You know I couldn't, uh, I couldn't tell you Lil Wayne's song if you put a gat to my head. But uh, you may be surprised to hear Lil Wayne's take on
0: racism. Here's a story from when Lil Wayne was a little younger. Yeah, he was a cop and my life was saved by a white man. I don't know what racism is.
1: I don't know what racism is. And, and you I'm just sorry
0: said. if people can't understand, but I, know, I understand why they don't understand. It's because they don't come from the bottom of a stage and look at 20 to 30,000 people. They don't get that opportunity. And I'm blessed to have that opportunity. So, with that said, I can only be honest about such a thing. And I don't understand, I've never witnessed racism.
2: USA Radio News with
0: Lance Pride.
3: Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It is a federal holiday in the United States marking the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. It is observed on the third Monday of January every year. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history
1: as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the
3: history of our nation. King was the main spokesperson for nonviolent activism in the civil rights movement, which successfully protested racial discrimination in federal and state law. The domain for Parler, the conservative-friendly social media platform, was back online on Sunday with the message, Hello world, is this thing on? Parler CEO John Mates wrote on the website, above a note from the company saying the platform would be restored, after challenges were resolved, USA Radio News.
4: I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat.
3: Hysterical xenophobia. We'll giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million?
4: dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together, we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made. Promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly, and we will make America great again.
2: Introducing the Bond Arms double barrel handgun the smallest, highest quality, and most powerful personal protection you can buy.
4: I see thousands of guns, and I look at the Bond, I think. This is how you're supposed to build a gun. Everything is
1: perfect, everything is precise. I, I stand in awe of the amount of machining
4: talent that's gone into creating this gun.
2: With over 35 interchangeable barrels, your Bond Arms handgun can handle over 20 different caliber combinations. Just a twist of one screw with a standard Allen wrench and you're good to go. It's that easy. Allowing you to shoot everything from a 22 long rifle to 45 ACP. Even 410 shotgun shells work in your Bond Arms hand cannon.
1: These are just a whole
3: lot of fun to shoot. I like to say it's the smallest double barrel shotgun you can own.
4: I mean, if I'm carrying in, I'm going to be able
2: to pull that out and be perfectly fine. I I like it for an off-duty carry, it's a two-shot. 45. It's a strong caliber. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the favorite handgun of celebrities like Joe Montana, music legends D. Snyder and Ted Nugent, and there's even several in the Richard Petty Museum. They're small, compact, and really fun to shoot. That was badass. <laughs> it's so versatile, so safe, and so simple to use. This is perhaps the best handgun for first-time buyers or a valued addition to your current gun collection. Go online now to getbondarms.com to see some of our most popular models, like the Ranger 2 and the Mama Bear, the Texan with a 6-inch barrel, the small but powerful backup that comes in 45 ACP or 9mm, our special limited edition Old Glory with the American flag on the barrel, and the newest handgun from Bond Arms, the Bullpup. We've been building and selling the highest quality handguns for over 21 years now, and I personally stand behind every product that we make. If you're thinking about buying a handgun, please go to our website, you'll be glad you did. For more information about all the great Bond Arms products, go online now.
3: Just the ships,
0: the armor, or the aircraft.
4: It's something
0: more. It's the will to fight.
3: Determination to win, found inside each and every Marine, that answers a
4: nation's call. Battles won.
1: Join the Dollar Club to not miss any of any of the show. And I don't stress this enough. It also gives you access to all the past shows. You can go all the way back to the beginning and trace the madness week to week to week to week for only a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Richard Kasem. Easy stuff. So you heard on the news just a moment ago that Parler is beginning the process of coming back up. The CEO, what's his name, John Mates, asking, Hello world, is this thing on? After they reach some sort of agreement with with Amazon. Whatever that means. We reached an agreement with them. Oh yeah? What kind of agreement? Well, we... I hope that it's... I I just hope they didn't sell out. Hold on. (laughs) There was no time to get to the sneeze button there. The first sneeze of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I've been doing it four times a day for 16 years. Why? Because I used to work in a warehouse. And it's been that way ever since I left. But I also believe that that's why I don't get sick as much as many people because I sneeze a lot of debris and COVID out of me several times a day. So Parler was deplatformed a couple of weeks ago because Amazon Web Services claimed it lacked content moderation. It lacked content moderation. I'll just leave that one sit with with uh, those words. Now you've got R- representative Iana Presley of Massachusetts and she's really doing her damnedest to try to get over as the bald black lady. Never mind her politics. Never mind the words that come out of her mouth. She wants to be known for nothing else as she is the bald black lady. And she's a member of the so called squad with all these other, you know, just cackling hen female Congress people. Undermining the message of quote unquote unity from President Stolen Election Joe Beijing and Vice President Stolen Election Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Representative Presley saying there will be no return to normal for America. This was after the uh, Capitol riots. And I'm going to address that probably in the second hour so. Any of you listening to the free hour right now, you cheap asses, you're just going to miss that. Because Joe Beijing, he is at least... I mean, he doesn't mean it, but Biden has insisted ever since he stole the election a couple of months ago that it's time for America to heal and unite. And uh, Biden wrote on socialist media that soon we move forward and rebuild together, man. Well, yeah, we're going to move forward all right in just a little while with the first part of the Joe Biden gaffe machine. And you will be reminded in a three and a half or four minute burst, like for those of because look, I don't doubt that plenty dummies out there actually went to the polls and voted for him. I know that. I just know that it wasn't more people than Trump. I won't say that Biden didn't get some legitimate votes. Of course he did. But the he did not get 80 million votes. He did not get enough popular votes to justify the Electoral College giving him the election. This thing was stolen, and we know it was stolen. We have laid out the chintzy and weird, unusual, bizarre behavior in all its forms taking place on election night time and again, and some idiot out there is just going, no, no, they didn't, no, they didn't. Well, it's pretty bad when even the ACLU is issuing a rebuke to fascist book and Twitter for suspending President Trump from their platforms. uh, Kate Ruane, Senior Legislative Counsel at the American Civil Liberties Union, says, For months, President Trump's been using social media to seed doubt about the results of the election and to undermine the will of the voters. Okay, so you know where they stand. Further saying the actions by tech giants should concern everyone. He added, wait a minute, Kate is a he? What? I don't even want to ask. Ruane also called for transparency and said that Twitter and fascist book decision... Will impact other activists who do not have alternative avenues to share their voice," Ruane concluded for the ACLU. President C- Trump can turn his press team or Fox News—no, huh, he really can't—to communicate with the public. But others, like many Black, Brown, and LGBTQRSUVWXYZ activists who've been censored by social media companies, will
0: not have that luxury. Yeah, he was a cop and my life was saved by a white man. I don't know what racism is. And I'm sorry if people can't understand, but I I understand why they don't understand. It's because they don't come from the bottom of a stage and look at 20 to 30,000 people. They don't get that opportunity. And I'm blessed to have that opportunity. So with that said, I can only be honest about such a thing and I don't understand I've never witnessed racism Richard
4: <laughs> I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat.
3: Hysterical
4: xenophobia. be
2: giving Americans a false sense.
3: Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in
2: place,
4: it could
3: have been 2 million people dead here in the United States?
4: Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together, we're meeting back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have, and you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly, and we will make America great again.
2: Introducing the Bond Arms Double Barrel Handgun, the smallest, highest quality, and most powerful personal protection you can buy.
4: I see thousands of guns and I look at the Bond and I think, this is how you're supposed to build a gun.
1: Everything is perfect, everything is precise. I I stand in awe of the
4: amount of machining talent that's gone into creating this gun.
2: With over 35 interchangeable barrels, your Bond Arms handgun can handle over 20 different caliber combinations. Just a twist of one screw with a standard Allen wrench, and you're good to go. It's that easy, allowing you to shoot everything from a 22 long rifle to 45 ACP, even 410 shotgun shells work in your Bond Arms hand cannon. These
3: are just a whole lot of fun to shoot. I like to say it's the smallest double barrel shotgun you can own.
4: I mean, if I'm carrying in, I'm gonna be able to pull that out, and be perfectly fine.
2: I, I like it for an off-duty carry. It's a two-shot. 45, it's a strong caliber. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the favorite handgun of celebrities like Joe Montana, Music Legends, D. Snyder, and Ted Nugent, and there's even several in the Richard Petty Museum. They're small, compact, and really fun to shoot. That was badass. <laughs> it's so versatile, so safe, and so simple to use. This is perhaps the best handgun for first-time buyers or a valued addition to your current gun collection. Go online now to getbondarms.com to see some of our most popular models, like the Ranger 2 and the Mama Bear, the Texan with a six inch barrel, the small but powerful backup that comes in 45 ACP or nine mm our special limited edition old glory with the American flag on the barrel and the newest handgun from Bond Arms, the bullpup. We've been building and selling the highest quality handguns for over 21 years now. And I personally stand behind every product that we make. If you're thinking about buying a handgun, please go to our website. You'll be glad you did. For more information about all the great Bond Arms products, go online now.
1: So I guess the good news is, at some point in the next few days, couple of weeks, what have you, you'll be able to find me once more on Parler, maybe at Richard Case and Radio. May have to start all over. What a bunch of jerks. Big tech. I had meant to try to make this point earlier, and you know how I get. I just, once I start, I go, hey, break time. I've learned to do that over the years. Just let it go. Stream of consciousness. Have some things written down, but trust your instincts. And Facebook, as I've been saying for the past couple of months, is Satan. And, uh, you know, this is, This is part of what Facebook wants, is that, oh, well, if you're not on Facebook, then you're not connected. You're not with it. You're not in on the latest things. You're not thinking precisely the way we do. Why would you not want to be part of it? Yeah, why would you? I mean, like I said last week, they can post a video on Facebook of four guys stomping the absolute crap out of a mentally challenged guy wearing a Trump hat. No problem. I don't know if anyone ever got prosecuted for it. If so, I'm sure they're out by now. They should be doing 50 years breaking rocks with their own heads for what they did. Nah, they're probably out. Hell, that was 2016 for God's sakes. (laughs) lot's happened since 2016, Rick. I mean, Trump's a Russian sleeper agent and he colluded with Russia. I mean, uh, the jury's in on that. His settled science. Go screw off. And I can't wait to take phone calls from these yahoos once more to once more mix it up and to demonstrate why it may sound like boasting now, but when the Marconi awards start rolling in and when the recognition starts rolling in and when I step on that stage to accept whatever awards given to me and I thank two people, I thank God and I thank me and a couple of people behind the scenes that have been good encouragers over the years. But, uh, Then you got this squish, James Lankford. Well, I guess originally he was on board and saw the election being stolen right in front of his very eyes. Well, he has since issued an apology to residents in North Oklahoma after he questioned those results. In a piece in Tulsa World addressed to... My friends in North Tulsa, I I guess Tulsa is the one place where the ghetto is the north side of town. Traditionally, it's always the south side of any city where all the ghetto and crime is. No, in Tulsa, it's the north. Who knows? Lankford says his decision to question the results caused a firestorm of suspicion among my friends, particularly in black communities around the state. I was completely blindsided, but I also found a blind spot. And according to this piece, he's been more involved with Black Tulsans In this letter, he attempted to reason with black voters. He attempted to ask for forgiveness. While I didn't realize all the national conversation about states like Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Michigan was seen as casting doubt on the validity of votes coming out of predominantly black communities like Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Detroit. Well, guess what, Jerkford? It was! Because that's where they exploited it, and that's where they blew up the vote, and that's where they did the cheating. After decades of fighting for voting rights, many black friends and this guy. I mean, see, this is racism right here. This is actual racism. The soft bigotry of low expectations. Hey, I know that uh, you just want to be pet like house cats, guys. I'm sorry. Here, let's just make it all better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what he's doing. Alec Baldwin, now keep in mind, Alec Baldwin is a leftist and a progressive. That means peaceful and inclusive and tolerant, which is why he said that he had a dream on Martin Luther King Day, which included a hanging noose outside of a courthouse during President Trump's trial for sedition. Once more. Something coming from the party of peace and love and forgiveness and tolerance. A hanging
4: noose. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat.
3: Hysterical xenophobia. giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States?
4: Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. <laughs> Together, we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have, and you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly, and we will make America great again.
3: Just the ships,
0: the armor, or the aircraft.
4: It's something more.
0: It's the will to fight.
3: Determination to win found inside each and every Marine that answers a nation's call.
4: Battles won.
1: going to go in what slot
2: <laughs>
1: which isn't the first time i've had to make that decision let me tell you plenty of stuff that i'm gonna have to push to the next hour but uh, at least rose mcgowan one of the few celebrities in hollywood who gets it and she knows that it's cult propaganda trying to impeach trump which they successfully did this uh, last week on a BS incitement of violence charge. And a little bit later, I guess, coming up in the next hour, we are going to float the possibility that Kamala Harris was a prostitute. But now, as we start to wrap up the first hour here of the Richard and Radio Network, first of all, I think I've been in a pretty good mood this week so far. I'd give this one an A- minus right up to this point. I've accepted that the election's been stolen and that we're going to have to deal with Biden for at least a couple of months before they incapacitate him or do whatever they're going to do to push him right out and make room for President Harris. But uh, I've accepted it. It's happened. I think there's going to be some hell to pay at some point, and I think some people are going to be held accountable. That's why I'm just trying to put on a happy face, and we'll wrap up this hour as we uh, get up to news time here at the top of the hour with the... New segment, The Joe Biden Gaff Machine. Look out for this.
3: The Joe, the Joe Biden, Biden Gaff, Gaff Machine. I want to be clear, I'm not going nuts. The president has a big stick. We choose truth over fact. Check my shame on it. Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. One man stands ready to deliver change we desperately need. A man I'm proud to call my friend. A man who will be the next president of the United States, Barack America. We can speak out and be more straightforward. I'm not going to be a mule. I, 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 I got something to do. I got to go do. Boom, boom, boom. Hillary Clinton is as qualified or more qualified than I am to be vice president of the United States of America. Let's get that straight. And quite frankly, um, it might have been a better pick than me, but she's first rate. I know I'm called middle class, Joe. It's not meant as a compliment. Means I'm not sophisticated. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. A damn liar, man. That's not true. I get things done. That's why I'm running. But to let's do let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. To the word united. To the number. 30330. 30330. Or 303-330. 30330. <laughs> or b o o. or Oh, yeah, wait. You got it. That saves. Billions of gallons of gasoline. I mean, billions of uh, two point. I think it's two point three billion dollars worth of excuse me. Five hundred billion dollars in savings and two point something billion metric tons of CO2 going in the air. Well, folks, eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. The gas
4: machine.
3: Out of a billion four hundred million. Excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it, it's so much. And by the way, it's cost a lot of money. It cost about $740 million, billion dollars over 10 years. It's always the time to heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly, and carry a big stick. End of quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. I promise you.
1: Joe, you want to administer the oath?
3: Am I doing this again? My memory is not as good as Justice Roberts. <laughs> Justice Roberts, Justice Roberts <laughs> I was a democratic caucus. you ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a line, dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you gotta be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, P- wealthy kids, black kids. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. i not joking. Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. It is mom... Mama- Lived in uh, in Long Island for 10 years or so. Uh, God rest her soul. And uh, um, although she's late, your mom's still alive. Is your dad fat? God bless her soul. I agree that everybody wants to stay in fat. They sh- anyway, my time's up. So. Thank you, Vice President. <laughs>